popping in because during the Lua report on Monday with Mike Towers, I completely forgot to get into his Pisces moon. Um, you can go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. And as you all know, the Lua Nova podcast is every Monday and Friday. On Monday, we take our favorite Latin celebrities and Latin influencers and we discuss how we can learn from their birth chart as well as how to manifest the way that they did. So on Monday, I did mention that Mike Towers is a Pisces moon, and you can listen to that episode for the rest of the birth chart, but I didn't even discuss that part of it. All I wanted to say is if you are a Pisces moon, that not only do you feel emotions in a way that is probably bigger than somebody who is a Pisces sun, but if you are also a Capricorn sun the way he is, it is not... It is not uncommon for you to kind of have some inner conflict with yourself, with the logical and unemotional Capricorn side of you being logical about how you feel those emotions and the Pisces moon side of you pretty much being like, no, we're going to feel these emotions in every way. And you're also likely extremely intuitive. So... I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Towers could uh, could read tarot as well as I can. <laughs> That's all I wanted to get into. I didn't want to make that too uh, too much a part of this episode. Ciao. Bonjour, new moons. I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. This week, we are going to change some things up. <laughs> we are going to be doing a three card pool. That's right. Uh, so this episode will likely end up being a lot shorter than usual, but I know that during, doing, I'm sorry, during your usual commute, which is when a lot of people listen to me, or when you're just preparing for your work from home job, etc., um, your breaks, whatever, you're, you're not having that this week. So you're, <laughs> you're on break, hopefully. You know, hopefully you're not having to work during the holidays. If you are, that is why it was important for me to make sure that even during holidays that there are that there are uh, new episodes. Okay, because whenever you hear podcasts uh, complain about, you know, that doing a podcast is so difficult. If it's difficult, don't do it. If you don't enjoy it, don't do it. A podcast is a choice. I have a choice to do this show and I choose to do it because I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy helping people. Um, I'm, of course, a witch by birth, a witch by blood. And so it's within me to use that magic that's, that's strong within my veins to help as many people as I can. And so making an episode, even during major holidays, is a part of that for me. Okay? Everybody's different though. I'm not speaking for others and saying they have to do it. I just don't like excuses. I'm not a big fan. You can always record in advance. Just saying, <laughs> which is what I'm doing this time. I don't typically like to record too far in advance uh, because of course there's all kinds of events that happen uh, before then, but I, this time will be recording in advance because like everybody else, I have big things going on as, um, as far as holidays, etc. And there's some major changes in my personal life that are amazing and happy that are happening. Um, I'm not pregnant guys, nothing like that. I'm just, 
<laughs> but however, I am celebrating like everyone else at this time. And I need the time to do so. I need the time to prepare. I am a Virgo. I don't like when things are not planned out. I don't like when things are out of order. And so they need to be in order, which means I need to get this done for you <laughs> because you are just as much of a priority as the rest of my life. Okay. Long rant. My bad. <laughs> Let's get started. So in the spirit of switching things up, this week we are going to do the five dating tips first. Um, and then I'm going to do the three card pool. When I'm saying I'm doing a three card pool, that means I'm pulling three tarot cards. This is the, that part of the show will be related to love and relationships because it's your favorite Afro-Latina love witch. That is what y'all ask me about. And so I'm giving you what you want. I'm going to be doing a collective reading for the singles. Um, not to say that those of you who are in a relationship will not get noticed this this week because the five dating tips I had people in relationships in mind. <laughs> you're not going to be a part of all five dating tips, but you're going to be a part of three. And to start off with that, I'm going to go with number one. I'm actually going out of order. It's not written as number one. It's written as number two. But... <laughs> Number one is respect people's boundaries. Of course, this refers to all of us across the board. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not. Respect people's boundaries. To give you an example, if somebody comes to you, your partner or somebody you're interested in says to you that they are very bothered by something that is, they consider it to be triggering, that it upsets them and you blow it off. What you are saying to them is that you do not respect them that you do not care about how something is making them feel and therefore if you don't respect people's boundaries how exactly do you expect your relationship to grow and to continue to do well think outside of just you and how something affects you and just your feelings and think of the other person for a second if a person is saying to you and they're not combative even about it that something is bothering them it could be something you said. It could be something in general in life that they consider to be extremely triggering. Then how, how hard is it for you to say, okay, I hear you and I'm not going to do it again. If that's difficult for you, you need to be single. If you don't care enough about how other people feel, then why are you even trying to one, pursue a relationship or two, be in one? Okay, I'm not going to go too far into that because that, that should be common sense. Respect people's boundaries. Number two is also for people who are in relationships. Your partner should be your best friend. I'm not saying you don't have other best friends, your best friend from third grade, who you met at a tree. All of that is awesome and amazing and I love that for you. However, the person that you choose to be in a relationship with should also be your best friend. You should be able to talk about anything. It shouldn't be surface level all of the time. Surface level meaning that you talk about shit like the weather. You talk about things like shoes. You know, like you talk about what, I don't know the latest gossip, but you never actually have any deep conversations. You're never really getting to the root of anything. When you're talking to your best friend, you can talk to them about anything. They know everything about you. They understand you in a way that they should because you're best friends. And so your partner should be the same thing for you. There shouldn't be anything that's off limits. There shouldn't be anybody shutting down because, oh, I don't, 
I don't want to discuss that with you. Oh, why are you together then? There really should not be an issue with discussing anything under the sun. If there are certain topics that, again, kind of go past your boundaries, that's a whole other subject. You know, obviously all of us have trauma. There are certain traumas in my life that I've mentioned before are so difficult that I will never speak of them that were so hard on me and my life that they're too painful to talk about. My partner, my man, he, know, <laughs> he knows that. And so we don't talk about it. it. It's not something that is on the table to speak about. However, he knows about them. He knows that they exist. He's aware of them. He, I, I'm not gonna one day say, hey, by the way, this terrible thing happened to me and he's gonna be shocked. He, he's well aware of it because once you reach a certain point in your relationship, there shouldn't be anything that they don't know. I'm not saying that you're, we're not gonna discover new things about each other, but that's another part of being best friends is that sometimes you're discovering these things together. And keep in mind, singles, that it's supposed to be fun. So when you meet that person that where you feel like, man, I can tell you anything and this is fun, that's likely your person. Number three is also for people who are in relationships. Burnout. We experience burnout at different times of our life. Unfortunately, if you are in the U.S., we tend to have to work these jobs that don't care the first thing about us, that don't pay us enough that don't give us enough time off, and that treat us as just part of a production line. And that is across the board, no matter what industry that you are in. This is why it is very common to see Americans in particular be extremely burnt out by the, by the time we're about 30, okay? Because our entire life, from the time we were old enough to work, it has just been nonstop and for nothing. And sometimes you feel as though you're not getting anywhere. You could have gone to school. You could be a full-time nurse, which this is even something I see within my own family. Um, there is, I have a cousin who is a full-time nurse and I see a lot of burnout within her. I see a lot of somebody who went to school for this and still feels like, man, this is it? Like this is, I, I'm not receiving what I should be. And so when it comes to you having a partner, you have got to express that. Otherwise, it will come out in arguments. It will come out in you attacking each other, you blaming the other person and forgetting that you two are in a partnership, that you two are supposed to be in love, that you chose to be together, that you chose to weather all the storms, all of that together, that you're supposed to actually like this person. <laughs> and that when you're having those bad days, they're not your enemy. They're on your side. And so if you are experiencing burnout within your life, within your career, etc., speak up, communicate. Communication is the key for all of us across the board, no matter if you're single or not, even if you just want to remain single. And don't worry, those of you who want to remain single, I will be also giving you some dating yourself tips, okay? Because <laughs> I actually went through almost three years of celibacy and focusing on myself before I was in a serious relationship. So I think that I can offer you a little bit of insight on another episode, but speak to each other. Let, let the other one know that if you are experiencing burnout, what that feels like and what you need from that partner, what you need from them, what it, you know, talk, talk it out. Again, this is supposed to be your best friend. There is nothing that you can't talk about. There is nothing that should be bothering you so much that you just keep it in and you don't ask for help 
You've got to speak up. That's number three. These last two are going to be for the singles, but I'm sure really anybody can chime in on this one. This one is for the gentlemen. I know y'all feel like I pick on you a lot. Um, keep in mind that it is because I want you to be better. Now, I know that, again, the reason I call you gentlemen is that 99% of you would never behave this way, but I still want to make sure that that 1% of you is hearing the message that you might want to hear, because it might be why you're still single. <laughs> and so you need to hear this from a woman who's not going to sugarcoat it and might tell you in a way that you don't like exactly what it is that's going wrong here. And this refers to calling women hoes, whores, prostitutes, etc. because they expect a man to be a provider. I have told you before, if you are not a provider, then go date a woman who's fine with it. Go date a woman who wants to go 50-50 with you. Go date a woman who's not that type of traditional. Date her. They exist. Why exactly? And I need you somebody to answer this for me. Why exactly are you so angry at the woman who at the women who do expect you to be a provider who are traditional? That would be somebody like myself. I make it very clear up front, ladies, that I do not date men who are not providers. If you are not the head of the household, if you are not the one who is the most financially stable here, if you do not make more than me, then you're not for me. Okay. If you are angry about that, I don't know what to tell you. My man's not angry. So why are you? I don't, <laughs> I couldn't care less about you being angry friend, but Calling somebody a whore, calling somebody a prostitute, etc., says a lot more about how you were raised. And it is not up to any of us to apologize for how poorly that you were raised. But here's the thing. I wonder if your mother would be okay with how disrespectful you are to women. If you, if ladies, if a man ever shows that sort of disrespect towards women, he'll show it to you too. Don't think, don't be a pick me and think that you're somehow different. You're not. He's just waiting to attack you too. He's just waiting to find something about you to attack. Okay. Please don't think you're somehow different. And so gentlemen, if you ever in your life think that it's okay to disrespect a woman, well, honey, I hope that you come across me. Okay. Somebody who can easily put a spell on somebody with just words. And so here's the spell I have for you. May you receive exactly what you deserve. And so it is. The last one <laughs> is also going to sound like, oh my gosh, she really hates men. I don't. <laughs> it's just that sometimes I have to get the men together. Sometimes I have to get the women together. This one actually applies to both of you. Okay. This one is going to apply to the singles again. Dating women that are much younger than you. Okay. I'm talking about like at least a 10 year age gap here. If you are... 28 and she's 18. First of all, somebody call the police. That's disgusting. If she is about a decade younger than you, let's say, and you say things like you date younger women because you want to mold them. You date younger women because they're more feminine, which what? My mother is the most feminine woman I've ever known in my life. And she's a boomer. So you do the math. Um, I don't, femininity has zero to do with age. And as far as being quote unquote mature, what that really translates to young women is that you simply look a little older than your age. What it really translates to is that you are dealing with a man who you don't need to leave around little girls. 
because the way that he thinks is not quite normal, is not okay, okay? Because if he's dating you and you are young, let's say you're in your very early 20s and this man is like 45, you need to run. This man does not respect you. This man is not for you, okay? I'm not saying that there can never be um, a younger woman, older man situation that works. There are not, not all older men are predators. I'm well aware of this. <laughs> there are quite a few older men who may not even be looking for anything. And let's say that they meet somebody who's younger. They aren't going to treat you the same way that they're going to treat somebody who's also 45, etc. This is just an example. They're not going to treat you like they're trying to mold you. They're not going to try to change you. They're not going to try to overpower you, to not listen to you. These are things that fathers do. These are things that an authoritative figure does, not your man. Okay? We're not trying to date our dad. That's discuss What? That is very disturbing. When men joke about like preferring to date women with daddy issues, again, run. He's not joking. <laughs> He's not joking. It's perfectly fine to make jokes like that. I am somebody who likes very dark, very dark humor. So um, I'm not saying you can't joke around. What I'm saying to you is if he's actually serious, oh no, please run. Please run, girls. What are y'all doing? I am saying this as your witchy, millennial prima okay i understand that i am a young millennial but again i'm still a millennial i know i get it all the time oh my god you look so young i know but i'm very grown but <laughs> thank you genetics and um with that being said i've been there unfortunately for women from the time that we are babies we are sexualized from the time that we are literally old enough and sometimes not even then to talk we are overly sexualized and so if you're coming across a man who is very much so grown very much so old enough to have been on earth from the time that let's say that he was 15 when you were born let's say that he was 20 when you are born please listen for the red flags there was a viral tiktok of this man and um his girlfriend is 18 i believe and he's much older than her i think he's like 30 and he jokes that, oh yeah, I like him young. Ugh, first of all, my skin crawled. Second, she just stands there like a young 18 year, 18 year old would and doesn't say anything. Um, she, they ask her if she thinks that he's misogynistic and she says no, but you can tell that she doesn't even know what misogynistic means. I'm not calling her dumb, I'm saying she's uninformed. Okay, yes, he's very much so misogynistic because within that same, uh, it was one of those where they'd come up to random people in the street. Within that same interview, he says something about like liking that he can mold her, which, oh my God, <laughs> makes me, uh, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. That is, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what do you want to mold about an adult, about a young adult who hasn't even started out yet? You've already been there. You talk about older women being jaded. You talk about older women being this and that as though you somehow are different. As though you somehow don't have those same qualities. How are you different? Or is it that somebody who's your own age, sir, is maybe um, not willing to put up with your bullshit and is willing to call you out on it? Mm, I don't know. I think that's maybe the case. So that is 
tip number five to mainly the younger women is to be very mindful. I'm not saying all older men are that way because that's not the case. Um, to be mindful when you're dating a man who's a lot older than you, listen for those red flags. Okay. Is he trying to, does he want you to be his daughter or is he looking for like an actual, you know, girlfriend who he can, you know, have a great relationship with because those, those older men are, they, they exist too. Okay. And he may just love you just because he does and has zero to do with your age. It all depends. And the same, of course, goes the other way around. The reason why I'm not saying older women, younger men is that from my, what I've seen many times and, um, older women, cause young men love to come on to my mom. Older women tend to be way more like, uh, no, I'm, what am I going to do with that? I know I definitely feel that way. I'll never forget, just as a personal example, a guy who is, to me, what I would call baby. Okay, I'm grown. And <laughs> he was barely grown and he would not back off. <laughs> so much so that I said, okay, I'm going to have to block you. I don't want to block you, but you're not getting the hint. And I appreciate the enthusiasm, but I said no. Okay. And so no goes for you the same way it would go for somebody my age. It's not, it's not different for you. Okay. And I hope that I taught him a lesson that it doesn't matter if you're attractive. It doesn't matter. I remember that he, he reminded me of something out of a novella. He was like a, a singer. He always had his guitar and he, <laughs> and he really, he used a lot of like, <laughs> A lot of lines that just don't work on a grown woman. Okay. <laughs> I wish him the best. Um, and that is the end of that. So yes, oh, women who, where it's a younger guy, we tend to just be like, nah, I'm good. I need a grown man in my life. <laughs> we, I need to know that we are on the same page. Okay. I'm not saying never date somebody younger. Of course, that's perfectly fine. As long as one, they are legal. And two, you know that you are not trying to groom them and be a complete weirdo predator. You know if you are or not. Okay. And I actually don't think I'm speaking to anybody listening to this show. I don't think that there's predators just tuning in every week. So <laughs> those are your five dating tips for the week. Let's get to these questions. I mean, this tarot, not these questions. <clears throat> Singles. Come to the front of the class. I want all of the singles to sit in the front of the class. I am going to be doing a three card pool for you. Okay. If you're in a relationship or if you are single by choice, it's not that this doesn't apply to you. It's that this reading may not really resonate with you, but maybe it'll resonate with somebody, you know, and somebody, you know, needs to hear it, etc. So I am going to be pulling three cards. The first card, the second card and the third card will be advice that I'm going to give you based on what I'm the energy that I'm picking up on from all of you. If you don't like tarot readings, please feel free to fast forward to the end of the show. And I appreciate you anyway for being here. Okay. So I'm not going to shuffle any particular amount of times and I'm going to just pull three cards at once that I, that have a message that I think that some of you need to hear. Okay. So card number one, the nine of wands. Okay. So let's keep shuffling. Now these aren't necessarily going to be telling a story. They might be, you never know. The universe might say otherwise. They might say, Hey, there's somebody in particular where these three cards are going to resonate with the message that they need to hear. Okay. Card number two, the strength card. 
Okay. I like this reading so far, by the way. It looks like it actually is sort of already building a story. And I'm fine with that. Let's do it. <laughs> do I offer three card pulls when I do readings? Yes. Yes, I do. And that will be because I don't do past, present, future. I'm all about looking ahead. Not your current, none of the above, because there's no such thing. I think of the your highest self. And so when I do a three card pull, those three cards are future, future, future. Not the rapper. Okay. But let's see. The third card is the fool. Okay, don't be don't be worried about what that one is if you're not familiar familiar with tarot. The fool is an awesome card to get. All three cards are upright, so I don't have to do another pool. So we're gonna start with the nine of wands. The nine of wands card. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hate when I, you probably hate when I start out that way, and I kind of do too. But I'm going to see this as what you're thinking right now so what i'm picking up on is somebody who is really going I mean, you are on these dating apps you are doing the best you can and it is not coming up roses for you okay you feel pretty beat up actually when it comes to dating you are having a tough time <laughs> you actually really just want to give up you talk about burnout you are experiencing dating burnout you've, you've tried everything at this point you think it's you it's really not i can what i'm picking up on the energy that I'm picking up on is masculine. So this is either a woman with a lot of divine masculine energy, or this is um, a male identifying person who is very much so almost at this point, at this breaking point of I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. Josie, I know that you're a witch and that's awesome. Good for you. I don't want to hear it. Not even from a witch and your witchy powers are not working on me. I don't want to hear it. I don't I don't want to do love spells. I'm sick of the dating apps. I'm sick of swiping the right or left. All, all the above. I don't know. <laughs> I get that. I get that, friend. You are over it. You are um, actually really needing to take a step back and do some grounding. If you listen to Monday's episode where I talk about Mike Towers and the very first lesson in that episode i mentioned grounding and so i want you if this is how you're feeling to go back to that episode and listen to just that part of the show okay to kind of get an idea of how to do grounding you're needing to do some ser serious grounding that's what i'm picking up on heavy and so the next card here is the strength card also pulled up right okay the amount of compassion that you have for other people and that laser sharp focus that I also talk about in Monday's episode apply to you too. The strength card is oftentimes represented by Leo, but some people will say that it represents Virgo and Virgo's relationship with Leo. And so I'm not going to get too far into the Zodiac, but I am going to say to you that this, you might either be a Virgo or a Leo, or this might just, this message might just resonate with you. And that Virgo is the planner. Virgo is the analytical sign. Virgo is very accomplished, etc. And so they, in this card, you will see this maiden taming a lion. Very, this lion is very comfortable being tamed by this maiden the maiden represents virgo the lion represents leo and so leo energy is very much so i'm amazing 
I'm perfect. I am ruled by the sun. I am the sun. And when you combine those two energies, there is nothing you can't have. You think that you can tell the average Leo that there's something that they can't have out of life? No. You think that you can tell the average Virgo that there's something they can't have out of life? No. No. I'm going to speak as a Virgo who's a Leo moon. No. In other words, I don't take the word no very well. <laughs> there is no such thing as that. And so the determination that you had in the beginning of wanting to get back out there and date, and date it's going to come back. It's going to come back full force. Dating is going to be easy for you once you change your mindset. Once you get into this mindset of this is meant to be easy. The divine wants me to find my partner. The divine wants me to be in a happy relationship. The second that you tap into that energy, the second that you do your grounding work that I talk about during Monday's episode, Louisville Report, Mike Towers, go listen. <laughs> that is when you are going to be deep in your bag. Okay. You are going to find that partner and you're going to find a ton of partners, but then being able to go through them and find whatever it is you're wanting is going to come so simple to you. Once you actually do the grounding work, find your bearings, take a beat, take a rest. Okay. This is a good time to rest anyway. Take that time to do that and then get back out there because you're going to have a completely different outlook. You're going to have that Virgo and Leo combination. Even if it's not in your chart, you're going to have that feeling of not only can I plan anything out, I can plan the perfect date. I can plan the perfect outfit and I'm going to look amazing and I'm going to have a great time. That's Virgo and Leo energy to a T. Okay. Last card, the fool. This is such a good card to get even in a even in love in any reading <laughs> in any reading and the fact that it falls as the last card is confirming what i am saying to you the full card represents the beginning because this the tarot is a is a story and so the reason why it is called the fool's journey is that we are watching the fool go through this journey okay and so the card and this is hold on just a second this is the very first card of the tarot, by the way. So <laughs> I just was picking up on an energy. And so I had to stop and think about that energy and what I wanted to say. I need you to think about when you first started wanting to date, when you first started being interested in the opposite sex, the same sex, whatever it is you like, what that feeling felt like. What did it think of? Like, really think about what did that the first time that you liked a girl? The first time that you noticed a boy, the first time that you held hands with someone, what did that feel like? That nervousness, that excitement, that even that fear. And I want you to embrace it. I want you to full force take on that feeling, tap into that inner child and what they felt like. You were likely a kid. You were likely like in middle school. The first time you, you felt that. Tap into that feeling and go with it because it is going to make dating for you so simple. Okay. That fool's journey that you're about to go on because of that strength card, you now know that it's going to be so easy for you. Okay. I am enjoying doing this reading because I see that somebody by the end of 2024 is going to be in a very serious relationship as long as they take my advice. So remember these three cards, the nine of wands, the strength card and the fool. Remember the fool? That's the beginning of the tarot. 
you're, you're about to start this journey so long as you do that grounding work okay so that has been the first <laughs> three card pull that i have ever done on the luanova podcast and of course i'm going to leave my contact information if you want to book a reading one moment <laughs> Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself. Say it to all of your loved ones. Say it on that date that you're going to be going on. Say it to your date. Of course. I don't care if you have a terrible time. Still thank them for the lesson <laughs> and to never go out with that person again. No matter what, take a moment to say thank you to yourself. Thank you to your loved ones. Thank you to the universe for where you are right now. Okay. If you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me, you can email me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. Again, that is luanovapodcast at outlook.com. And that's all one word. And that is the best place to reach me. Um, I do personal tarot readings. I do spiritual coaching, chakra healing, etc. I'll give you the whole menu whenever you reach out to me. If you want to reach me on social media, I mainly use TikTok and Instagram. My username is Josie the Mustang, and that is all one word, Josie the Mustang. Okay. What it will pop up as, as Luanova podcast. So you're either going to see the logo for the show or you're just going to see me. And it'll say Luanova Podcast, but it'll be under the username Josie the Mustang. If you reach out to me on TikTok and ask me to follow you back, I absolutely will. So just let me know. If you are new to my show, please do my do me the biggest favor ever and give my show either a five-star rating or a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. My show is hosted by Spotify, so while I'm here, I'm just going to say a special thank you to Spotify because I am now uh, I have now reached monetization, so I really appreciate it. And it went from not me not enjoying working with Spotify to really enjoying working with Spotify. <laughs> it's been really a cool journey, and I'll talk more about that at the end of December, okay? Anyway, obrigada one more time. Have a great holiday. Enjoy this time off with, with your friends, your family, etc. Don't get into too much trouble, okay? Please be safe as well. I'll talk to y'all on Monday. Right now, I am already trying to think of who is going to be in the next Luo Report. If you have any suggestions, you can also email me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. I'm always trying to think of new Latin artists and Latin influencers to cover. Um, there are some that, that are completely off limits that, will, that I will not do, but I'll let y'all know that. Y'all know that, okay? Anyway, have a great weekend. Ciao. Thank you.